Hello, friends. Welcome to the In the Whisper podcast. I'm your host, Nita Wilkinson. We all know that life is just plain hard sometimes. Join me each week as I talk to a girlfriend about their journey of overcoming and how it always leads back to Jesus. Today's topic is near and dear to my heart. Today we're going to talk about rest, physical rest, mental rest, and spiritual rest, and what that means to our quality of life here on earth, what it means to our purpose that God has given us and how we're able to fulfill it, and just what it means to be able to enjoy the life that he's given us here. Are you tired? Are you weary? We were not made to go all the time. We were made for a purpose, and certainly that's important. But we need to balance the things that we do in life with rest and being able to be at our best when we are fulfilling God's purpose for us. You know, I often get so wound up in the ministries that I have and all the things that I have going on that I miss time with God. And I think that's important for my spiritual rest, for me to take at least a half an hour every morning and just spend it with God in prayer, listening, and hearing what he has to say. Far too often, my morning will look like I get up, I do the things I need to do with the pets, I spend time in prayer, I spend time in the Bible, I get to work, check, check, check. That's not the way it's supposed to be. And I've worked hard to be able to carve out the very first time in my morning as time with God, not a devotion, not even necessarily in the scriptures, although sometimes I do end up there as a part of my worship but a time to worship him, a time to pray, praise him, petition him, ask for forgiveness and seek his grace and listen to him. And that's important so that I can start my day feeling closer to him. Now I have to tell you, it's not perfect. Um, I don't do it every day, although I am getting better at doing it more all the time. Also, um, Sometimes it just doesn't work. And today was a great example of that because I had my quiet time with God and I was driving in to get my COVID test because Monday and Thursday are COVID test days and today is Monday. And so I was driving in and even as I was driving in, I was aware of God's presence and just saying, God, I want to be your vessel today. I need you to rule my thoughts. And this is literally what is going through my head as someone pulls out in front of me and goes 35 miles an hour. (laughs) And the thoughts in my head immediately went to a place that is not where God took them. So I had to, (laughs) and, and it was like within an instant, I said, oh, This is not what we were talking about, was it, God? And so I had to take a step back and say, it's okay. 35 doesn't matter. It's okay. I can do this. And I did. But even as I was praying to him and saying, please take control of my thoughts so that I can be holier than I typically am, (laughs) I did not get there. That is so much how my life goes every day. But we got back there, and of course, we'll never be completely holy this side of heaven. And and I will tell you that since that time, my thoughts have not always been um, driven by what God would want them to be or by Him at all. So while I 
strive for that, I don't always meet it. And I think sometimes the reason is because I'm checking those things off my list. You know, I, I've read my Bible. I did a three-minute devotion that comes in and specifically says, you can spend time with God in three minutes. And I've done that. I've had quiet time with God, a full five minutes I gave him, maybe even six. Check, I've done it. And that just doesn't always work. And I have to tell you that um, when we are busy and we live in a world where busy is celebrated, where busy is revered, and it is not by God. He doesn't celebrate how busy we are. He doesn't celebrate our successes because we spent all of this time on a project, whether for him, whether for our jobs, whether for our families, and at the expense of other things, relationships, time with my husband, time with my grandkids, um, spending Bible time with him, spending quiet time with him, because I have this thing that I have to do and it's for him, so I don't have to have quiet time and I don't have to have scripture time and I don't have to have those times because I'm spending time on this project and it's for God, so that's okay. I don't think that's what he wants us to do. And I don't think he wants us so bogged down that we can't breathe. And I have found myself there many times. And the worst time was um, I was actually just starting my In the Whisper ministry. And so I was spending a lot of time on that. I had some really big projects going on at work and spending a lot of time on those. And so my time was spent from the minute I got up literally until the minute I went to bed. So if I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock, I have, my brain has been busy all the time. Even when I'm running, my brain is thinking about what I need to do for this or that or whatever. And it wasn't taking a rest. So then I go to bed at 10 o'clock at night and I expect to close my eyes and go to sleep. Well, your brain doesn't work that way. And it has been going since six, seven o'clock in the morning. And it doesn't want to just turn off at 10 o'clock because I've decided I'm going to bed. And so my brain would just keep going and going and going and I couldn't sleep. And so one night I found myself just getting two hours of sleep before I had to get up and start all over again. And I felt okay. I did okay. My brain was okay. I thought, oh, well, that's fine. And I did that for about a week. And it all caught up with me when I woke up one morning in this state of extreme anxiety that I had never found myself in and feelings of, I don't want to live and I know why people commit suicide. And that is so foreign to me on a daily basis that I didn't know where it came from and it scared me to death. I had had some more than usual anxiety um, what I want to call anxiety attacks where I, I wake up in the night or during the day, I just, um, am overwhelmed and can't breathe, but I had never felt it to that extent. And I immediately called my doctor and was able to get in that day, but through time, because I wasn't sleeping at all, I eventually went into what my doctor called clinical depression and extreme anxiety and actually had to work with medication to be able to get myself out of that state. And it all came because I even remember saying to someone at work, I'm superwoman. I don't need sleep. I haven't had sleep in three nights and I feel great. I can do this. 
and it wasn't three nights later that or three mornings later that I woke up in this state that I had never been in before. We have to have physical rest. It's important to our brains. It's important to our bodies. It's important to our hearts, all for many reasons. But if we don't have the sleep that we need and the downtime that we need, it will catch up with us. Our bodies are intricately woven together by God and they are such a miracle, but they were made for rest. And if we are not getting that rest, it will affect us physically or mentally or in some way. Mentally, we need to be able to spend time with God, but we also need silence in our lives. We can't hear what God is saying to us without silence. And I think about, you know, how my day goes and there's, you know, the alarm is music from the radio station and that is on. And then when I go into my office to do work, I turn on my Alexa and say, Alexa, play Christian music or Alexa, play quiet music, but there's always noise. And if there's always noise, I can't get, my head doesn't get that mental rest that it needs. So we need to be aware of having that mental downtime, taking those breaks from, you know, all the reading, researching, uh, graphs, Excel spreadsheets, writing, whatever it is we're doing at work in our free time, we have to have a mental break. And maybe that mental break is going out and taking a walk, which is good for our physical health too and can help us um, sleep better. But you have to give your brain a mental rest. And one of the things that my doctor told me when I went through the depression is you need to start winding down by 8.30, no later than 9. You need to start winding down on your work, on your writing, on all the things that you do that um, make your brain go. So read a book that you enjoy. Watch a television program that is mindless. Um, Play cards with your husband. Do something that is not taxing your brain. Um, For me, sometimes I'm trying to learn Bible journaling and learning to write new letters, so sometimes I do that. This weekend, I'm working on my Lenten project, and I'm loving it, and the research is so much fun for me, but I made myself on Sunday um, take a break from all that studying and, and researching, and I made some chocolate chip cookies. I haven't done that in a bazillion years, and I tried a new recipe, and it was about 45 minutes away from all of my learning just to give my brain that mental rest. It's so important for our physical bodies and for our brains to get away from whatever it is that's really taxing our brain, even if it's taxing it in a good way. And spiritual rest, we've talked about having time with God, and I think that my time that I spend with Him first thing in the morning is important, and I crave that time with Him. But that shouldn't be the end of it. Um, Being able to spend time in the scripture for me, which is different from my quiet time with God and learning from him is part of, of my spiritual rest. Sometimes, sometimes I'm in scripture and I'm in learning mode or something, but sometimes just reading a Psalm, um, is soothing and uplifting and it's a mental break, but it's a spiritual 
rest in him. And I, I really recommend that you try that. As we live in this world where people want something from us all the time, and I know at many of our jobs we're asking to we're being asked to do more in the same amount of time that we're given and it's just not always possible and so it might take more time i know that with covid um it might feel like we're resting too much but maybe we're not resting if we're worrying and there's a vast difference between sitting on our couch and worrying and um spending time resting and just allowing our brain some freedom. Jesus tells us very specifically in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. So when your body's in a state of worry, you're not getting physical rest because your body is tense and you're not getting spiritual rest because you can't, or even mental rest because you can't rest your mind when you're worried about something or stressing over something. And in today's world, we are being told all the time that we need to worry. We need to stress. This is bad. This is bad. This is bad. And certainly everything with COVID and so much division in our country, there is a lot that we could choose to worry about. But when it gets to be too much, we are human. We are going to worry some. Go to Jesus and rest in his arms. Let him Take the yoke from you and carry it. That's why he went to the cross. One of the reasons why. So let him carry your yoke. Let him be the one that is allowed to carry you through your worry. No one can carry you through it like Jesus can. It might help to talk to a friend, but while you're talking to them, make sure you're praying about it as well. I love this. There's so many stories about Elijah that I love, but I love this story where he was running and he was afraid. And then he just, people were after him and his spirit was completely broken and he didn't know where else to go. So he slept. And when he woke up, there was fresh bread on a heated stone for him. So his rest that he had was Um, allowed him to wake up and he was refreshed and the hand of God touched him twice while he was there so he was touched physically for his physical rest through sleep and the touch from God his relationship with God was helped his spiritual rest and I love how God didn't just say Elijah's given up we've got to find someone else he cared so deeply for Elijah that he helped him use that rest to be able to go on and he brought him the other things he needed so that he could get up and be strong and go fulfill his purpose that God had given him. My friends, God cares that deeply for you as well. He wants you to have the rest that you need when your spirit is broken, when your body is broken, when your mind is broken. And he wants to give you the other things that you need to help you through so that you can fulfill the purpose that he has given uniquely to you. And that's a beautiful promise that he gives to us. And it's part of the grace that comes through his love for us. 
we talk all the time about how he sent Jesus to understand what we go through. Jesus had to have physical rest. Jesus had to have spiritual rest. He had to get away from the crowds so that he could have private time with his father. And he needed silence and mental rest. Giving up the worries of all of those around him. Because I don't believe that Jesus worried. But he was carrying the worries of all those around him. And he understands our weaknesses when we don't get enough physical rest, when we don't have the spiritual rest that we need resting in the arms of our Father. So I encourage you to find ways to get the amount of sleep that you need. And I will tell you, all of my life, four, five, six hours was enough for me until just the last few years. And now I feel like I need more rest than I ever did. And I'm still trying to figure out that right number of hours for me. But I feel like I'm getting closer. And this is strangely something that I've spent a lot of time with God over because I I don't want to waste my life sleeping, but I want to be well rested so that I can accomplish the things that I need to accomplish each day. I encourage you to find times of silence. When I run, I a lot of times like to have earbuds in my ears, but one of the things that I've learned is I don't always have to have that. And sometimes I will go out for just a half mile or a one mile walk with nothing in my ears and it's just a time of reflection with God. And I recommend that you time, find times of silence. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be an hour. It can be three minutes where you just have silence and you just breathe in the Holy Spirit and allow him to work in you. And spiritual rest I had a pastor once who said he he just, you know, was so he he understood how important quiet time with God was. And he's really the one who got me understanding that it's more than just scripture and it's more than just a prayer list. It's about quiet time with God, and that includes prayers. Um he would he told us start out with 1 minute just one minute where it's, you just close your eyes and listen for God. And you aren't always going to hear him, but eventually you will. And I will tell you one of the keys to this is the more time that you spend in scripture, the more open your mind is when you are quiet and with him to hear where he is leading you. And I would like to recommend, if you have not read it yet, Discerning the Voice of God by Priscilla Shire is a fabulous resource to help you learn how to really maximize your quiet time with God. And one of the nuggets that I picked up from her, and there are many nuggets in that book, was to have a piece of paper and pen when you are having your quiet time with God. Because I don't know about you, but my mind tends to wander. And I often will find it wandering to my to-do list. If I have that pen and paper there, I can write down the thought that I have that's taking me away from God. And I know that I will be able to go back to that 
without forgetting it because many times I thought, oh, I won't forget that. And then I'm done with my quiet time and I've forgotten it. Or what's more likely to happen is I can't, I'm so afraid I'll forget it that I can't rest my mind in God. And so I am worrying about something that has nothing to do with my time with him. So that's just one of the many nuggets in that voice. But if you have not read it, it will bless you. I, I promise. So those are just some of the ideas that I have to maybe help you rest from my experience. Your experiences might be different and you might know something better. And if you do, put a note under after this podcast because um, I'd love to hear what you are saying or what, what you are doing that is successful for you. And I would love to be able to share that with other folks. It is important for us to rest. Jesus rested. God rested. And we need to rest physically, mentally, and spiritually to be able to be the best version that God made us to be so that we are the best employee. We are the best wife, mother, grandmother, friend, sister, daughter, whatever we are. And so that we can fulfill our unique purpose given to us by God with the gifts that he gave us. I hope this blessed you tonight. And I just want to thank all of you that are listening because this past week, my podcast hit 1,000 listeners. 1,000 people that had listened to my podcast, not 1,000 listeners. And I am so thankful for those of you that listen to it faithfully that you are blessed enough by it to come back time after time. I am thankful for those of you that listen when the topic um, intrigues you. And I am just blessed by the fact that this podcast has been listened to a thousand times. It just makes my heart happy that there are people touched by it. If you feel um, like you would like to, it would be great if you would go in and rate my podcast and write a um review of what you think about my podcast. I've had a few people that have done that and it really makes Apple pays attention to those actually Apple Podbean, Google, all the, all the podcast, um, folks, they look at those things to see if anyone's listening and it helps the more of those we have, the more people that will be able to hear what we're doing here at in the, in the whisper. So I appreciate, um, if you feel led to do those things. Also, I have got all the cords I need and I can start doing um, interviews um, with folks that are not um, nearby. And so I am going to be doing those in the next few weeks. Next week, Rebecca Marker Smith is going to be on and she is going to talk about, if I say this wrong, I'm sorry, gay, which is a Danish... Um, a Danish word that just talks about comfort and how they deal with with comfort in the darker hours and when it's colder and you can't get out as much. And it's all about comfort and the lights. And I don't understand it as well as Beck does, but she is um, she has studied this a little bit. And we are going to talk about that next week. And I'm excited to have that interview with her and have her share some of the things that she actually shared with me when um, I was going through my depression. Uh, she didn't know that I was going through the depression, but she could see that I was struggling. And 
um, she came in and shared that with me and um, in the hopes that it would help me. So hopefully it's something that can help all of you as well. So you have that to look forward to next week. And then we will get Lori Acker and um, Carrie Bezesco to talk about um, small church ministry from Lori and also from Carrie. She's going to talk to us about the benefits of massage, which is certainly a part of rest. So something to think about in future weeks. Again, thank you. Thousand people have um, listened. My podcast has been listened to a thousand times. Boy, I'm not going to get that right. It's going to make, I'm going to make it sound better than it is, but still it's been listened to a thousand times and I'm really excited about that. It makes my heart sing that you are all blessed. So until next time, I hope you enjoyed In the Whisper.